0: Get ready to get shticky. Shticky Situations is sponsored by Corona Crush. Corona Crush is creating Jewish couples always. Join the Facebook group. Just search Corona Crush and look out for virtual speed dating events happening every other week. They're 100% free and 100% Jewish. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Sticky Situations. I'm your host, Rachel, as you all already know, because I'm unforgettable. Everybody, whatever platform you're listening on right now, please subscribe, follow, if your platform allows for it, rate and review. Only leave a good review, though, because... If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all, and we're trying to get, like, positivity here, so if you have some negativity, you could, like, DM me. I'll give you that information in a minute, but constructive criticism only. If you don't like it, just don't listen. Um, Everybody, please go like Sticky Situations page on Facebook, follow Sticky Situations pod on Instagram, follow Sticky Situations pod on TikTok, and... If you would like to be a guest on my podcast, as you all know, I have a partnership with Corona Crush and I always post my episodes to Corona Crush. So there is an in every single post, there is an application link to come be a guest on the podcast. You could also find it in the on my Instagram. You could also just send me a DM on Instagram, Chicky Situations Pod. Um, if you can also send me an email at shaking situations pod at gmail.com. Lots of ways of reaching out. I'd love to have you on as a guest. My guests are all great. Would love to have you join the party. Um, also if on the same note, if you would like to date me or any of my single guests, I have applications for those as well. You can find those on the Instagram or just send me a DM or email and I will work those out for you. So today we have an extra special guest. Um, Everybody, please give a warm welcome to my friend Shifra. Shifra, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. I'm really excited too. Thanks for being here. (laughs) So Shifra, before we get into all of your dating stories, can you just give my listeners um, whatever, we always ask for some basic information from the guests just so they can have an idea of where you're coming from and everything. So can you please tell them, and me, your age, location, relationship status, and religious denomination.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm going to try to remember all four. (laughs) It's fine. Um, If you forget, I'll remind you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm 24. I grew up in New Jersey. I'm currently single, but trying to stay, trying to stay single for now. So like, you know, and religiously, I guess, I mean, modern Orthodox, more modern than Orthodox, but still modern Orthodox. So you know there's so many interpretations of it so I'm just I yeah
0: it's a, it's a whole spectrum I mostly just ask my guests so mm-hmm. my listeners can get more of an idea of like what dating pool they're dating from what means of right. dating they're dating from so yeah modern orthodox is a whole wide spectrum as all of you already know I a lot of my guests who come on are modern orthodox. Yeah. I'm modern orthodox
1: so. yeah no it's the joke I want to make here is modern Orthodox is not binary; it's on spectrum. Yeah, it is. It's a huge spe-
0: it, like yeah. along the religious spectrum, along the Orthodox spectrum, modern Orthodox has its own spectrum. But yeah. okay, so Shifra, should we just let's get right into it? Let's hear for sure. Uh, for sure.
1: Okay. Oh, I have so much to share. I'm so um, excited. Oh, let me let me start you. I'll start you with the the why you connect story that I have because there's the why you connect, and then there's the the I'm going to call it the Abita story. I'm not giving away <laughs> any names because, you know, I'm even though, you know, Rosh Hashanah, I did my Teshuvah then, you know, with going into the new year, I want to go into the new year with, you know, Lash Nahara. Stories, no names. But basically, um, I used to use why, like, no shame, to just to be clear, no shame to why you connect. like, no shame. It just happens to be, you know, I used to be on the site and I stopped just because, you know, I felt like I was getting a little bit too modern for it because you know every I find like with the shop and like it's it's a range but whatever. Yeah. Also, so for yeah.
0: Before you go on, for those of you who don't know what Why You Connects is, it's a matchmaking website. Basically, you pay money, and there are matchmakers on the website who send you matches. We've talked a little bit about it before, so just to give everyone context.
1: Okay, go right? On. Okay, yeah, yeah. because I just have different types, so that's why I want to be as relatable yeah. as possible. So basically. There, You know, I was sent a guy on why you connects because the way it worked was so I had the membership where they said the matchmaker sends you a certain amount of guys a week. So this matchmaker sent me this one guy, no names. I'll, I'll, I'll all I'll tell is he was a year younger than me. And I'll tell you why it's, you know, it makes sense later. But, you know, he sends me this guy, you know, why you a year younger, you know, could be anyone. And you know I was like, OK, you know what? I'll say yes, I'll give it, like, you know, I'll talk to him, like, let's see, because the way I'm like, okay, like, it doesn't hurt to have a first date, doesn't hurt to have a phone call, I try to be more liberal about my first dates, because it's like, you don't know someone until you've gone on at least a date or two with them, but okay, so, you know, we talked, we talked for a while, we talked for a bit bit on the phone, and then he said, you know, "Let's, let's go on a date, and I said, okay, and, you know, the date was fine, it was a little long, and like he was the person was very intense with his conversations just because, you know, he was talking about like my, my like my parents would love you if you were like this and like that. Just like heavier topics. And I was like, okay, like I, I did I didn't wasn't like in love with him, but like I was like, um I'll like I'll give you a second date. Like uh, like I was in like the mid-zone I don't know. I, I try to be like, you know, liberal about it. So anyway. So before the second date he was texting me a lot and at the time I was working I was I was working at somewhere and it was just the thing is when you're working a full-time job it's very hard to be texting someone every single minute of the day because mm-hmm. like I get it like he was still in he was still in my and that's why I said like oh he's a year younger than me cuz one of the things that I've just learned more is you know when you're working you're not really, like, it's harder to really be texting all the time, because you have work to do, you're busy, like, maybe during your lunch break, but, like, I'm not really spending my lunch break texting this guy that I went on one date with, when I could be, like, you know, eating, or, like, doing something else, that's just how I am, but it was, a, but, like, you know, it was a lot, like, he's young, doesn't know, like, whatever, didn't take it, like, didn't, I, I didn't, like, fault him for it, but then what happened was, you know, it was the time for the date, because he, he was trying to figure out what to do, because I was like, oh, like, I'll let you decide, like, I'll do whatever, because it's like, dude, you're the one going on a date with me, like, you decide what <laughs> I'm doing, like, like, if you want to go on a date with me so badly, like, you should have something lined up, like, don't, like, it's like, don't come to me and be like, I'm gonna take you on a date, We're and I'm like, okay, fine, what do you want to do? Well, actually, I want you to decide, it's like, no, you're the one coming to me, like, why am I doing the work, like, all I have, like, that's just, like that's just not like look if I you're looking you. to take me on on a date it's like you need to have a game plan like I'm not here to make plans for you like bro you gotta decide and it happened to be like I was like trying to build like furniture or something that day in the winter with a friend because I got like this new piece of like this kitchen cart or whatever and I was like fine like I'll go I'll go out with him after I build this but like the entire time like I'm either building the kitchen cart with my friend or I'm texting him because he's trying to decide what to do. He's like, Dave investors or a movie or this or that. And I'm like, yeah, just decide. And he was like, okay, let's see a movie. And I'm like, okay, what movie? And he couldn't decide the movie. He wanted to see this one movie that was like, I don't remember anything like it. It was very much like 20, I think it was like, I don't know, I don't think it was like 23 Jump Street, but it was just something more for like, you know, teenage boys. And I was like, dude, like, I'm not going to a movie where the guys are making, like, you know, inappropriate jokes or whatever. Like, I'm not much of a movie person, but just, like, if you're going to take me to a movie, take me to a good movie, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I'm not, like, not to, like, crap on Disney movies, but it's just, like, if you're going to take me to a movie for a date, don't take me to, like, a kid's movie. I'm 24. So, whatever. Like, he couldn't decide at all what we wanted to do, and it was, like, the day was ending. I just spent two hours building this kitchen cart. I was really tired, and I'm, like, and I and I just, you know, I was, like... I don't have any energy to go on a date right now. I had no energy. I was tired. He couldn't make up his mind. I, 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 I'm I, like, I just, it was the winter. I just wanted to like go to bed and like eat dinner and whatever. Cause you know, I'm old. And, <laughs> and so, I, and, and I told him, I'm like, dude, like, I don't, I'm going to be really honest with you. Cause I'm just very direct. I'm like, I really don't have the energy to go out. Like, I just built this kitchen cart. I was just doing this. Like, I'm tired. Like, I don't think it's going to work out. And then he was like, Oh, so so do you wanna just not go on a date at all then? Cause like I guess he got offended. And I was like, and and I wasn't really feeling him that much, but if he was gonna like jump to that conclusion after like failing to come up with a date to go on, then I was like, you know what, honestly, like I'm not really feeling it that much. Like you're really nice. It's just, you know, I'm not I'm not in love with you. There's a reason why I'm saying that, though. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> so, so whatever, like, I, I guess I break his heart or whatever, because, after you know, one I'm like, date. Well, after one date and whatever. Okay, fine. And then whatever, I don't hear from him. And then it, it happened to be on Valentine's Day. He texted me back after, like, I didn't hear from him in two weeks. And he's like, did you change your mind? Did you change your mind? Like, I'm only saying this because, like, I really like you. Like, did you change your mind? And the thing is, like, I was flying out to LA like the next day, so I was kind of like, "Look, like, you're really nice, but I just, it's it's not gonna work out." Like, I I said, like, I don't think I can date right now. It's like an excuse because I didn't want to like hurt his feelings, but it's like, look, man, like, I just like left my job. I just packed up my stuff. I'm like, I'm going to LA tomorrow. Like, I really now it's not the time to really date. Like, I it just it's an it's a no for me. I'm not let me be very clear. I'm not looking to crap on why it connects. I think they do fantastic work. I have a couple friends who are married through them. I'm just big disclaimer, but just happened to be, I got a message from one of the matchmakers, not giving names, who was basically saying, how could you say no to him? He was in love with you. Oh my God. I went on one date <laughs> with him. Like, why is he in love with me? It's like, how, it's just like, how dare you? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to LA, like, I'm literally going to LA tomorrow, like, how, like, how am I, like, how am I supposed to be with someone who's in love with me after the, like, okay, like, I guess love at first sight exists in the movies, I don't really believe in it so much in real life, but she's like, dude, I went on one date with you, you know, I'm living my life, I'm trying to do my thing, like, you know, I gave you a chance, like, why are you in love with, like, I just gave you a chance, like, dude, it was just it, it just my takeaway is like dude if you're gonna be in love with me after one date it just for me that's a red flag because I know there's this thing with like you know love bombing like I've dealt with that before where someone's like they're in love with you and they're doing all these great things and they're giving you gifts and they say they're gonna do all these great things for you and then when you lose interest they're like how can you lose interest in me but I was in love with you and I did this and I did that and I'm not saying like he like did that to the extreme. And like he's just like, you know, why are you kitty? Like, you know, he's doing he's doing whatever his mom or dad taught him to do. Like I'm I'm not faulting him. But it's just like, dude, that's not how it works. He also like couldn't even plan a date for you, so Yeah, he couldn't even how the how is he supposed to be in love with me? He can't even decide what movie we could go to.
0: Also a movies like, a really bad second date.
1: They are like we don't even talk yeah like get like be creative
0: it's yeah dude I don't know did you um I found on the site I just tell the matchmakers everything that was wrong with the person and I mean it helps that like I, one of my like good friends is one of my matchmakers so I just
1: tell her okay, everything so that, so that helps you yeah when your like friends are your in trouble yeah so like he doesn't necessarily need to be in trouble it's just like you know, like, and, and this isn't just necessarily my problem. I have a lot of friends who have the same problem where, you know, the, the the matchmakers send them a lot of guys. And, you know, a lot of times matchmakers send guys to girls and they like them because, you know, that's why they have marriages. Like my best friend, she's married from someone from Why You Connect. So it does work. It, but like sometimes you also have the cases where, you know, these matchmakers are sending you a guy because they have to send a guy or, you know, the guy likes me more than I like him. I'm not to say, like, they're bad guys. I don't think they have, like, these bad, evil guys. But it's just, like, there's this pressure where, like, if you don't like them, there's something wrong with you, even though, Mm -hmm. like, because it's like, look, the guy I'm getting married to is the guy I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. Like, that's a very, like, I I was a business student. That's a very big investment. Like, I should be taking all the time I need to put into that investment. Like, you think I'm going to just, you know, marry some random guy you gave me so I could stop crying about being single? Yeah, <laughs> and that leads into a divorce, and that leads to more crying.
0: Also, like, I don't know. I've been on the site since I was younger. I'm a little older mm-hmm. than you, but now I'll get guys. And like, if I, I don't know. Re- really recently, I got pressured into accepting a match. I really didn't want to. By match, mm-hmm. not by my friend. My friend would never pressure me. Like, I asked her honest opinion about things. And right. I was like, I really just don't think this guy is right for me. She's like, okay, that's fine. You can like not accept. She'll still find me matches. But I've talked to some of my other friends about it, and it's like, actually, at I was at Shul the Shabbos, and Mm -hmm. I was talking to a group of friends. It was me and another girl talking to a bunch of guys. And we were both talking about our, like, these matches that we got that were not great. And one of our guy friends was like, okay, so why don't you just not accept? And we're like, I don't think you understand. When we don't accept matches, they don't send us more matches. Like, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I got, I mean, I haven't gone out with this guy. I don't know if I actually will. He hasn't asked me for a phone call yet or anything. He's just like, I got pressured into accepting a match. He didn't see, and my friend like knows him and told told me he's probably not a good match. Personality, um, religious level. Um, I don't think he like has the type of job that I'm looking for. Like I'm already like 29. Like I'm in the working world. I'm a boss. Like not I'm not actually a boss. I'm like pretty low on the totem pole still. But like, I, like no, I have a, a decent I have a decent job. I have a good job. I have a good career, and I'm looking for someone at the same level as me because like I'm ready to like get married, buy a house, and have a baby. But this guy like doesn't fit any of my qualifications and the the matchmaker's like oh but he's such a good guy he's such a good guy this and that and this and that and i'm like fine i'll accept he took like all three days actually probably more you're he's supposed to contact you um like they're supposed to contact you within a few days of receiving your number i think it's like three Mm -hmm. days i think he took yeah four days maybe even five and then, like, he's been texting me here and there. He hasn't asked me for a phone call, hasn't asked me for a date, hasn't asked me for anything. And I'm like, okay, you're not serious. Which is fine, because I'm not that serious about you, because I got pressured into accepting it. But, right. yeah. I don't know. But, I get you. Yeah. These guys are, like, terrible.
1: No, yeah, you get it. It's just like, look, whenever you're having any type of, you know, dating pool. And this is with, like, you know, dating apps and the dating groups. There's always going to be more... um I'm going to call them nice guys because I'm trying to be nice. And there's going to be more nice guys than there's going to be like the, the top tier creme double creme, like doctors, lawyers, you know, Guggenheim, Rothschilds. But like the, but like the point is, it's just like, look, like I don't need a very like Rothschild, you know, the billionaire, but you need someone who's an equal and you need someone who's on your same wavelength and same page. And it's just like, I'm not looking to be someone's mommy and tell them what to do and cook them their Shabbos meals because their mommy did it. I'm like, I'm a, a, look, I'm a working woman, or at least eventually I will be, like, dude. Yeah, I don't have time to, like, mommy a boy. Yeah, no, I literally, like, literally, like, I cook so much for Shabbat. I have this one rule for myself, because I love to make apple pie. I will never bring it to a Shabbat meal, because the last thing I need is for someone to be like, oh, my mommy, she made me apple pie. I'm like, no, you don't get that privilege. No, because I just, there's so many, like, scenarios and stories where, like, the girl like just so much more for the guy and he she cooks like all the stuff for him and like takes care of him cl- like cleans the apartment does all these things and I have guy friends who are like yeah no my girlfriend is just gonna clean up like there's so there's so many of like that from like all the different friend groups and I'm like I don't want to be that person like if I if I'm dating someone like I want someone who's cooking with me I want someone who's cleaning the apartment with me like I'm very much the type, like, my thing for the past year and a half has been, I don't chase, I attract. If I have to chase, they're not into me, and it's not worth it. Because I'm not looking to try to convince someone to be with me. It's like, if I have to put all that effort into convincing someone, they're not for me. And it goes the same way. Like, if you're trying to put in that much effort for me, and I'm not buying it, like, why should I, like, it's not it's not a match. You yeah. only have so many matches in this world, and it's just, like, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be, that's okay. But I feel like because there's this, you know, pressure, especially in the modern Orthodox community, to, like, be married. Like, I, like, I, you know, like, most of my friends from college, most of my friends are married. And that's okay. It's just because of that pressure, everyone's like, if you don't marry me, then, like, there's something wrong with you. And I'm like, about that, I need you to, like, say that back to yourself. Because, like, look, I'm looking to do whatever I need to do, but yeah no I, I literally I can't sometimes so yeah, yeah. I, you want to yeah, like... get married and stay married yeah I want to get married and stay married that's that's my strategy um obviously you know when the time comes the time comes you know I'll talk to my parents about Marina Del Rey when I get when it gets to it if anything they can <laughs> save more for it yes yeah, the, the longer I go without getting married the more money they could save for it I mean I don't know if I'll actually get married there. just My parents got married there, so that's why I want to kind of get married there. Yeah, I think my parents are at the point that
0: if I find someone to marry, they'll do whatever I want for my wedding. So, (laughs) (laughs) they just, like, want me married, Mm -hmm. so it's like, okay. I'm like, mom, you can plan the whole wedding. And she tells me, she's like, Rachel, I just want to plan a wedding. And I'm like, okay, like, so find me a guy to marry. I gave her permission to, like, help me find a guy to marry. Not that she has any connections to anyone Mm
1: -hmm. in
0: Columbus, Ohio, or knows any means of anything, but... I don't know. We'll see.
1: <laughs> see. Yeah, no, it's, it's funny because like when it's, it's funny, like it's the same thing with like dating. Like when I was younger, when I was in high school, my parents were like, you can't date. You can't do this. You can't like, you know, because they care. They don't want you to make a mistake. But then you get older and you're still single. And they're like, OK, where's your boyfriend? Are you dating? How can we help you date? Like, can you do this? Can you do that? Like, come on, like, let's have a wedding. Like we want to have a celebration. Like, and it's, like, the more they wait, the more they will, like, pan out and, like, do the things you want to, them to do for your wedding. So it's kind of, like, okay, where's the equilibrium Equilibrium of, like, I find the person I actually want to marry, but I do it at a time where, like, my parents will, like, you know, will, I won't have to fight with them about, like, the venue and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, like, very strategic, so.
0: I don't know. I also – my only sibling is a brother, and he already got married, and my parents had, like, barely any say in the wedding. So now they're, like – ready to like just do whatever and plan the wedding and everything so we're at a good place so any eligible males who well Shifra says she's not dating right now but yeah if, if no, you want to apply to date me you can maybe if you want to <laughs> apply to date Shifra, like let me know I can try to set it up at a later time when she is ready like you never know
1: yeah yeah no and no, I just I've had too many of like like not that I'm against dating it's just I've had a lot of experiences with guys who got upset at me when I went and date them. Like I I've been making TikToks recently. And like, I I don't know why I keep getting a lot of these negative comments and they're all from guys. None of them are from girls. And three of them, one of them, I know two of them I know are definitely guys on the Upper West Side, actually three. So it's just really weird that I'm getting all these, like, I know them because I'm making TikToks about like, you know, being in a a situation, like dating situations. I'm like, aha, when your situation ship does X, Y, Z. Not that I have one. It's more of like, oh, I just want to make content that people think is funny. Because I like to make memes. I like to make content. Everyone knows that. But just like, it's really weird that like a lot of the, I I find, because a lot of these guys who I guess got rejected from me, they're trying to get back at me by like, roasting me on tiktok and it's just like that's just making me dislike you more like i'm just very much like on the fence like with dating right now because i'm just like i'm just like whenever i go to these singles events or whatever like i i talk to guys like i don't see anyone i'm interested in but then these guys get butthurt and that i don't date them and then like they take it out on me and like speak badly like i was texting one of my friends because this one guy i saw at this event like saw saw me at the at a singles event and like he was like, she's funny, but she's not friendly, and she's this, and she's that, and it's like, dude, I just wasn't into you. Yeah, I don't know. They're just yeah.
0: these guys just aren't mature enough. I if they're acting like that,
1: then they're not mature enough.
0: So they're not.
1: It's it's like like look, just because throwing a temper tantrum got you what you want in like you know Teenek or something. I'm not saying anyone in specific. I'm just Tenek's like you know Jerusalem of America. But it's just like, just because you cried and got what you want, you know, from your mommy doesn't necessarily mean that's how dating works. So it's just like, the second you you start with the waterworks, I'm backing off. Like, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for, you know, a grown up, not a crybaby. Yep. But, you know, s- s- some people like the crybabies, you know, some people have baby fever, and they want to take care of a baby, they want to feed it, they want to nurture it, they want to sing lullabies. That's okay, but that's not me. I'm like, if I'm taking a baby, I'm taking care of, like, an actual one on a man-child.
0: Yeah. I can totally agree with you on that. Yeah. But, but um, mm-hmm. so do you have other stories that you want to share yeah. that go along those yeah. lines
1: in? I have a story that's, like, different place. My only disclaimer is, like, me and the the guy are fine now, but let me tell you, but, oh, this, this story, this one was wild. This one I was excited to share. Basically, um sometime this year, I went to like, you know, I went to a baita for a date with this one guy. Cause basically, like, you know, no names, but he, you know, he saw me at this pop up event and he was cute. And I was talking to him and he asked for my number. I'm like, you know what? He's cute. like, you know, he's cute. He seems normal. Like, you know, I'll give it a chance. Cause again, I'm liberal. I was into it. And then we were texting and he was like, oh, let's go on a date. Okay, sure. Where do you want to go? And he wanted to go to a restaurant. And it happened. And we went to a baita cause it was like the nine days. And I was like, okay, like, let's go there,
0: you know, because for you know, those of you dairy. who don't know, Abaita is a dairy restaurant in New York City in the nine days or a time during it's leading up to Tisha B'Av, um, which was like when the temple was destroyed. So one of the main things that people don't do during the nine days is eat meat. So just to give a little context, some Jewish context there. Okay.
1: Yeah. Thank Continue. you. Yeah. So we went to a Baita and like, you know, we went, the food was good. Like we were talking like, you know, he, you know, he's in medical school just like every other Jewish guy. I'm sick. <laughs> and like, and it's fine. i like, you know, he seems nice. We're talking, I'm vibing. I'm like, again, I'm not in love with him, but like, it's, it's enough to be like, okay, like, you know, I'm having a good time and everything's fine. And everything was going fine until drum roll. His ex-girlfriend shows up. Oh my gosh. His ex-girlfriend showed up. And like, he started like, like he was like shooketh or something. He's like, my ex-girlfriend's here. And I'm like, is that a problem? Like, are you okay? Because I was like, like personally, I'm like, look, if you're single, like it's one thing if like you're not single and on a date, like then that's on you, bro. But like, if you're single and you're on a date, you kind of can do whatever you want. But you know, like, I don't know his story. You know, I just went on the first date. So like, was like, dude like, dude, dude, like, what's the deal? Like, is everything okay? And, like, he tried talking, but, like, he just, he couldn't talk to me because he saw her, and all of a sudden, he's like, crap. And, you know, we're talking, and then at a point, he's like, I need to talk to her because if I don't, she's going to get mad. I'm like, why is she going to get mad? Like, you're single, and you're on a date. Like, you're allowed to be on a date with me and whatever he he like he leaves the card at the table he's like if it's okay with you like i just i need to talk to her because otherwise she's gonna get mad and i don't want her to get mad and whatever like he's trying to like you know he's taking care of her feelings which i guess like is good ish because like you know he doesn't want to fight he doesn't want anyone to be hurt because like let's be honest like imagine the times like you know i've been in i mean i personally haven't been in this situation but there have been times you know the girl likes the guy the guy goes on a date and then she gets upset about it Because she likes him or something yeah that happens like all the time like I can name literally a million people who would do that too and whatever so he goes to talk to her and I was still a little weirded out and then they go outside the restaurant so here's the thing with the about this so we were sitting in like the outdoor area where there was like suka, like you know you know how like a lot of these outdoor restaurants have like those outdoor like shack areas stuff like that mm-hmm. so we were there so they went outside and there was a mirror like a glass like mirror in the area we were sitting so i could look in and see where they were going and i saw and she was like stomping and waving her arms around like like i couldn't hear what they were saying but based off the body language like she was yelling at him And I assumed, I'm like, she's yelling at him for being on a date with me. What's happening? Like, this is really weird. And I was, like, shocked because I'm just, like, I'm, like, this is insane. Like, I literally, all I did was go on a date with him. Like, why is this happening? So, like, I go, so, like, once, you know, they paid with his card and they brought his card back, like, I just took it. like, I was, like, okay, I'm going to meet him. Like, I'm not waiting here and like while I was walking out like her friend was trying to like give me a death glare or something. I I think it was supposed to mean something, but I just thought it was just her giving me a death glare. I don't know why. And whatever, like I walk outside and I guess she sees this as a cue and leaves him. I like we took five steps outside of the restaurant and then I guess because he was really shaken up, he was like I need to go back and talk to her. I'm sorry we have to end the date, but I need to talk to her. And I'm like are you for real? Like This girl's crazy. Like, look, again, I'm not giving names. I'm not looking to, you know, hurt anyone's reputation. Like, I'm literally just here telling, you know, my my side of the story, but I'm just like, he's ending the date because the ex-girlfriend yelled at him for being on a date. Why am I caught up into this? And it just, yeah, uh, whatever. I was, like, really, like, upset, like, at the time because I was just really confused because, you know, I really liked him. I went on a date with him. Um, he didn't really text me. Like I texted him and he, he was like, "Now it's not a good one. Like, I just ended it. Cause I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but I don't want to be a part of it because I don't need that negative energy and whatever. And and then it happened to be that actually like, you know, a month ago I saw him and I, I saw him over Shabbat and we talked things out. So me and him are fine now. He was just like, you know, I'm really sorry you had to deal with that. Like he handled it really well just at the time it was just very confusing because like, I have no look. I don't know what was going on with the ex girlfriend. I guess he was still trying to protect her or something, but I'm just like, I told him, like, you know, like, look, if you're on a date with, like, if you're single, you're allowed to be on a date with someone. Like, if she's gonna go crazy every single time you go on a date, like, how are you supposed to date anyone? That's not fair to you.
0: Yeah. And it's
1: also if he feels. I don't know. I think I've,
0: I've dated in different stages for myself. I've dated different guys in different stages, post breakup, everything. If you're at that place where you need to like have a conversation with your ex at the
1: restaurant while you're on a date, chances are you're not ready to date. Yeah. It's just like, you're not ready to date. She, and not only that, but like, she's being crazy. Like, I just think that's such a toxic energy. Like, like if I had an ex-boyfriend who was getting mad at me whenever I was going on a date with someone, I would literally be like, he's insane he's crazy I want to like because like I feel like when a girl is crazy like all she does is cry like when a girl is crazy like she doesn't actually go and like does something to hurt him she just cries a lot and like says that he's being mean like okay words can only do so much oh no he's being mean so what he's moving on whatever but like I've had experiences with crazy guys like I've literally had this one experience with this one guy who like I didn't like him and whatever we there was. And like, he threatened me or something. He was actually crazy. And That's insane. Crazy. Yeah. He was like, so crazy. He's like, I'm going to do this. And it was a whole other story. But like, my point is, it's like, what, because the point I say this is because when a guy is crazy, he doesn't only cry. Like he will, he says really bizarre things. He will threaten you. He'll yell at you in public. He'll do he'll all these. Like, he'll stalk you. I've been stalked before, like, he'll do these actual insane things that will make you fe- be- feel like your life is in danger. Yeah. So, like, if I, like, if I was in a position where, like, like, look, that's why I'm, like, look, if all she's gonna do is cry, whatever, like, she'll get over it, but, like, when it comes to these guys, like, he's, if like, if I was in a position where, like, that guy was being crazy, and I would literally be so afraid for my life, I would literally tell my friends, I'm, like, I, like, I need you to, like, beat this guy up with a bat or something, like, I'm actually scared of him. And like, cause guys have put women in those situations before and I'm just a little riled up now, it's but it's just, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't, um, I was going to say, say a curse word. I'm not going to, I don't associate myself with crazy people. I don't associate myself with negative or toxic or crazy energy. I try to stay away from it. Like I, if I have to be in a relationship where it's making, where it's draining me that much, I'm like, this isn't for me. I don't want to be in this will-they-won't-they relationship. I don't want to be in a relationship with a guy who likes me but doesn't like me. I don't want to be in a relationship with a guy who's going to be like, we're exes, but you, like, whatever. Look, I'm happy that he's in a better place now. But, like, I don't want to be a part of that because, like, I don't want to deal with this girl. Yeah, it's it's just a lot of drama. It's too much drama. and I And I feel like, especially, like, I, this is with the Jews, like, you know, like, in all, every big city, New York, Miami, LA, like, all these cities, I find what happens is like, the trauma never ends. No one ever actually grows up. And it, it, it's not even just exclusive exclusive to the singles community, but also the married communities. Like, I went to Tena for a Shabbos. I, oh, my God, the people, like, the married people in Teaneck, like, look, I have friends who are married. They're wonderful. They're nice. They're great. But just, there's just something, like, really weird. It, just, it gives me, like, the Black Mirror energy about, like, the Jewish married couples. Ha- like, look, if they're happy, that's great. But it's just there's something about, I feel like it has, this is something, like, private school has done to us where it's made us so, and, like, also Jewish geography and the Yeshiva League where it's made us so insulated. It's fostered us to be used to this drama and crave it. And it's really weird. Like everyone loves to talk about each other. Everyone, I mean, come on. Like we love to talk about our dating stories. Yeah, we love gossip. But yeah, but it's just like, I feel like there's an obsession. And like, that's why like, look, like I try to live my life, but sometimes I do feel like some people are more obsessed over me than they should be. Like, you know, cause there've been times, like I remember there was this one summer, I know I have all these stories. So I have a really funny story. Now you have to wait for it. Okay, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors.
0: Sticky Situations is sponsored by Corona Crush. Are you tired of swiping on dating apps? Tired of guessing whether the cute guy or girl you keep seeing around is Jewish and or single? Then you need to run, not walk, to join Corona Crush. Corona Crush is a Jewish organization working to create Jewish couples Always. Corona Crush has over 30 confirmed engagements, over 22,000 members from all over the world, and has set up over 50,000 speed dates. Join the Corona Crush Facebook group and post yourself or have a friend post you and see who reaches out. Fill out the survey to sign up for virtual speed dating events happening every other week. Corona Crush is 100% free and 100% Jewish. Worst case, you end up with some stories of your own. Best case, you find the love of your life. Try it out today. Here on Sticky Situations, we tend to focus on bad dating stories. But sometimes, dates do go well and lead to proposals and weddings. Who would have thought? And what do all of those require, you might be asking? Well, the answer is flowers. Who doesn't want flowers from someone they've been seeing? Don't forget, flower petals and bouquets needed for proposals. And that's even before all the flowers that go into weddings. Shticky Situations is sponsored by Primrose Flower Shop. In my opinion, Primrose is the coolest flower shop around and has the best customer service to fulfill all of your floral needs. Primrose offers a range of services from your basic bouquets to subscription services where you can get flowers delivered once a week. They deliver all over the tri-state area, including Manhattan. Primrose does weddings, bar and bat mitzvahs, and other simchas. I've personally been to a wedding where Primrose did the flowers, and the work they did was beyond gorgeous. Primrose additionally offers in-store proposals, including a romantic setup with candles and music. Primrose is located at 2922 Avenue M in Brooklyn, and the phone number is 929-376-9815. You can also follow Primrose on Instagram at Primrose NY. So if you can't get someone out of your head, Buy them some flowers from Primrose. They'll either love it or they'll find you really creepy. But regardless, the flowers will be out of this world. Okay, we're back. So, Shifra, let's let's hear the story that you left us all hanging with.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, basically, I was going to give a story about, like, this one guy who, like, like, we didn't, like, you know, we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend, but, like, we had a thing. But the thing is, like, it felt like everyone in our friend group was like obsessed with it and I'll tell you why so basically you know I'm not going to go into it basically it was summer of I want to say 2021 yeah I like there was this guy that like you know like I would always see him around but I but like things just never happened to happen like I would talk to him thought he was cute and whatever and you know but like you know he didn't really ask me out he didn't ask me on a date whatever but then what happened is you know we started talking and hanging out more and we kind of like you know were a bit of a thing in the summer not gonna like go into it too much but like whatever like we were a thing and everyone in our friend group was like obsessed with it it was really weird like whenever like i was at a shabbat meal people would be like oh how's him, how's him, how's him, what did you guys do, and this, and that, and it just, like, whatever, like, it just felt like they were, like, really obsessed with it, and it it was also weird, because looking back, a lot of people that I became closer and friends with, I feel like it didn't happen until, like, I was involved with this one guy, like, I feel like what happened was I was involved with him, and then because I was involved with him, like, people took more noticed to me not to say that people like I don't think these people are fake like I have a lot of real friendships I have a lot of good people but it's it's like one of those things where you know the guy gets the girlfriend now everyone's like interested in the girlfriend mm-hmm. so like yeah so it's like that vibe so but like everyone was obsessed and then he ended up and like things ended up like ending like in the fall for like you know the reasons that it did I just don't want to say too much because then not want to be like oh I know what she's talking about but <laughs> it's all good. yeah but like you know it ended and whatever but what happened was recently I you know I was you know going I was going to not be in America and I was going to be in a place where everyone said he was going to be and bear in mind like I haven't spoken to this guy in like a year like I haven't spoken to him in a year and you know I've gone on my dates I've been involved with the people I've been involved with I've liked other guys like I've been doing my own thing, but like, before I went to this other place, it felt like everyone was asking about this one guy, this one was asking, that one was asking, and it was really, really weird, you know, I ended up seeing him briefly during Shabbat, and I talked to him for a little bit, like, it wasn't much, like, it wasn't this, like, you know, grand reunion where he's singing to me, And this song is playing and we are finally together after all this time. Like, it wasn't that because that's not how life is. It was just, oh, I haven't seen you in a while. How are you doing? But like, it was weird because like, I got a a lot of anxiety from, you know, seeing him. Not because he gave me anxiety, but because so many people hyped up this interaction that I was like, like I had this, like, I, I didn't have an expectation, but like they hyped it up to the point where I was like, oh my gosh, this is happening now. And I don't know what to do because like, you know, everyone was like overhyping it. So it had a, you know, it had a reaction on me. Everything ended up being fine. Like, you know, all we did was talk. Like we didn't go on a date. We didn't romantically walk on the beach. Like none of that happened, but like, it was weird. Cause you know, I get back and everyone's You know, asking because that's the thing they want to know, and 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 like that. My point that I was trying to make is, I feel like within our Jewish community, people get very obsessive about the littlest things. Like this relationship that I had with this guy, like it was literally like a summer fling. It was like nothing, but people are just people hype things up a lot. Yeah, because I think what happens is, especially in the Jewish community people like to feel included and a part of things. So I guess they want to be a part of like the narrative and the story and the journey. And maybe, you know, maybe they're not dating and maybe they want some drama in their life. So now they're like attaching themselves and they're overhyping it and it's giving you anxiety because they want to feel a part of it. They want to feel something. They want to be included. And it's like, dude, you're not the one who had a summer flame with him. You're not the one who dated him. You're not the one that was involved with him. I was. But when you're you know when you're hyping this up when you're hyping something that you know you probably should like what if I went and I was hyping up like this old summer fling you had it would give you anxiety because you were like why is she doing this like it was in the past like the way I see it's like you know when you have a, a scab or you have a wound you let it heal you don't keep trying to open it up and open it up because you're bored yeah because like that because that, all you get from that is pain and scars. And you don't want that. You just, you want to be healthy. You want to move on. So, you know, that happened. But like, in hindsight, like, I'm glad that it happened, though, because it was a learning experience. Because like, one of the things it's like, okay, like, like, obviously, like, I don't like him anymore, because like, I'm over it. But it was like, one of those things that I realized, I'm like, you know, there's, you know, there's always going to be someone, there's always going to be people you have a connection with. I think like, you know, especially with dating and I, and I think that's important to know because a lot of times people are like, oh, but we were involved, so we have to be together. You're going to have connections with so many guys throughout your life, depending on who you date, how many people. But like, just because you have a connection doesn't mean that it's destined or what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I, I was in a conversation. Obli- I'm going to say obligation. Like, You don't have an obligation to a connection just because you are connected with that person doesn't necessarily mean that's who you need to be with. I mean obviously the person you need to be with is going to be someone you are connected with. But connections come and go. Like you know when you spend a lot of time with someone, when you go on a lot of dates, when you when you're intimate with someone, like you're always that's how you form connections and those connections will stay for a long time. But you know if that's not the connection you're looking for in your life, then you need to move on. You need to go like obviously it's easier said than done. But like I had a connection with this person at some point in my life. And now I don't. And maybe there will always be something that lingers. But that's not what I want. I don't imagine that's what he wants. And I need to move on into a, you know, in a positive trajectory. I need to move forward. I can't move backwards. I don't like moving backwards. Because I'm going to be with the person I actually want to be with if I do that. And I just wish more people realized that.
0: I mean, I do think it's possible that... You have a connection with somebody, it ends. And then later in life, circumstances bring you back. To, like, I I definitely have friends mm-hmm. who that's happened to. But I think if something ends, it ends for a reason. And things yeah. have to change. And people grow up and people change. And, like, the people who come back together, they both, like, something changed. Like, right. either they both just grew up, like, years and years later, Um, I mean, those are always great stories. They're little fairy tales. It does happen. But, like, everyone everyone has to realize, like, that's not always the norm. And usually things end for a good reason. And, like, I remind myself even, like, when I reflect back at, like, connections that I had in the past. And, like, the reason, like, I romanticize a lot about, like, guys I dated in the past. And I'm like, oh, why didn't I just, like, stay with them? And it's like, no. It ended for a reason. There Mm -hmm. was, like, a good reason why. And that's why I'm not dating them anymore. That's why it didn't work out. So, yeah. So I think people, but yeah, like you said, people get bored. They like to hype stuff up. They like, I've been hyped up for like guys also. Like, it's not even like to get back with a guy. It's like, oh, they see you have like a little connection with a guy. It's like, oh, why don't you date him? Why don't you date him? I was actually just telling this story yesterday to a friend. Like I had this guy friend back when I lived in my old neighborhood and like we were close and like, Uh, there were very good reasons why i didn't want to date him like we were friends we were just friends and that was it and like he might have had feelings for me that's neither neither here nor there he's married it doesn't matter but like Mm -hmm. everybody in my like social circle is like oh my gosh why don't you date him they would like see us around why don't you date him why don't you date him and it literally hyped me up enough to be like why don't i date him like like to seriously think about it and consider it and it's like okay sometimes intervention is nice Sometimes people need the intervention and it's like, why don't you guys date each other? And then they, like, date and get married. But, like, oftentimes you're just hyping people up to get hurt.
1: Yeah. Like, just, like, look, you don't consider it until, like, all this intervention and all this hyping up. It hits a bedrock and then you're, like, and then you're vulnerable. And you're, like, do I do this? Do I not do this? I don't know. And then in a lot of times you can get hurt. It's And it just, people don't realize it because I think sometimes when it comes to that, people, like, People aren't malicious when they do that. I don't think anyone's maliciously saying to me, you should date that person. You should date that person because they want me to get hurt. But Mm -hmm. I think something they need to realize is when you put someone in that vulnerable situation with someone that they used to be vulnerable with, you put them in a position where they they can get hurt. Yeah. You You might hope that maybe something will change because that's what happened in the movies and in the fairy tales but that doesn't always happen. Like, that's not life. Life is, you know, you find someone you can get along with, someone you can, you see yourself with, someone who's, like, an equal, and that's the person you want to be with. And, like, you know, just because there's a little connection doesn't mean there's a big enough connection. Agreed. Yeah, and it it's just, like, like, for me, like, right now, I'm personally, like, the reason I'm just choosing not to date is because I'm in a very, like, temporary stance in my life where you know I'm making different life decisions about where I want to go where I want to be and because I'm in this position in my life where I'm like you know I don't know what I'm doing yet like I don't want to like start dating someone and stop that because I care more about this change that I want to enact with myself than I do about oh but what if I get married I'm like I could have gone married I could have dated like for the for x amount of time and I didn't and I could have met someone and I did it so I'm just kind of like I want to, you know, I want to enact change and I want to put myself in an environment in a position where I can do that, where I can, myself can change. Like anything could happen, but I'm just, I'm ready for something different and I'm ready to like, you know, be able to go to a singles event without all these crusty guys like getting upset at me and posting me TikTok comments because I don't date them. Yeah, (laughs) it's
0: a good place (laughs) to be. I mean, like I also, it's also good to take dating breaks sometimes. It's like. I don't know. Like for me personally, right now, I just started a new job and it's going to get busy. in this coming month, I don't know when this episode's going to come out, but we're recording like second day of January and like January mm-hmm. can be a busy month for me. And it's like, I got to a point, I was like having a hard time at my old job. And I was in the process of interviewing, quitting just a million things going on. And like, I, I literally like put guys on hold. I'm like, I just don't have the emotional capacity right now to like Mm -hmm. do anything. Cause they're like, Oh, do you want to schedule a phone call? Do you want to schedule a date? And I'm like, honestly, no, like I don't have the emotional capacity. I'm tired. I'm doing, I'm busy. I'm like trying to get stuff done. And like, I like thought about it. I'm like, should I like reach back out yet? Like, I don't know, but I'm just like, no work's about to get busy I'm like trying to like work on the podcast do other stuff for myself like I'm not saying no to dates but I'm not like actively pursuing dating at the moment right
1: and right and you also don't want to like be actively like look you only have so much energy and so much of a bandwidth and that you could put into something and if you want to put it into yourself and your work do it because there's no some random guy isn't obligated to that But like, you know, if you don't have time, like, it's just, it's annoying because sometimes when you tell a guy, oh, I really don't have time to date because you actually don't have time to date. They take it so personally and they're like, so you don't like me? And then they're like, well, there's something wrong with you because you don't want to date me. And it's like, no, that's not it. It's just, I have a life. It doesn't revolve around you. I need, I'm independent. I need to do the things that I need to do before I can even date and if you're gonna give me this attitude, you're gonna give me this negative energy, you're not gonna respect me, and you're gonna think that you have to have me, you're not gonna have a chance because I'm not looking for someone who's entitled to me, I'm looking for someone who's equal to me. Yeah.
0: I agree yeah. completely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you uh do you wanna do you have more stories that you wanna share?
1: Um, I th- I think that's my stories for the day.
0: Okay. Okay, so. If that's all your stories, then I guess we can get. And so I know we've been like saying advice throughout, and everyone mm-hmm. should realize like everything we say, everyone has opinions, um, and everything. But okay, sorry, just yeah. like a previous I episode that it- I I recorded, like everyone has is entitled to different opinions. Everyone doesn't have to agree with everyone, but right. I think I think we made like pretty good points throughout the episode. But um, Schiffer, I always ask my guests. To give my listeners mm-hmm. one piece of dating advice, it could be something you already said, anything that you have. Um... Mm-hmm.
1: I, if I had to think of one piece, uh, I just have so much advice. I need to think of like the most important. I guess you can give like, a couple of pieces if you really okay, want. Okay, I'll give it. Well, my first one that I love to give is if he wanted to, he would. I'm oh, not going to go into Yeah, that's like, yeah. I have, I, I guess I haven't said my dating no. rules in a while,
0: but like that's like my number. I think that's either number one or number two on my dating rules.
1: And just, like, if he wanted, like, I know some people are like, oh, but what if he has this and he can't do that? And that's why he's, it's like, no. If he wanted to communicate with you, he would communicate with you. If he wanted to ask you on a date, he would. If he wanted to text you, he would. Like, I've had people in situations where, like, you wouldn't believe, like, I just, I don't want to go into it too much, like, if we were on a podcast i'd tell you the actual situation there are situations out there with people who have like the most limited contact with the outside world the most limited contact with the outside world yet they're finding ways to call and text the people they love and whatever like there are people like writing letters from prison and whatever like yeah. every single day if if someone can contact you from outside of prison they can contact you then like come on like a if guy, can, i can I like, send you a text I mean, contact you from in prison. It's just a guy can send you a text. Like, I, I think one of the problems is a lot of times, like as girls, we love to overthink guys because we love to overthink. That's just how our minds work. When reality, it's like, literally, it's just either he likes you or he doesn't like you. He's either asking you to hang out or he's not asking you to hang out. There are times where a guy's feelings is complicated. And I think and when, and like that happens, there's a lot of confusion because you're like, he likes me, but he's doing this and that. And the point is, like, instead of overthinking about what you want, you need to think of it in his perspective, like between you and me, like, I have this one situation where like, I'm very certain this one guy likes me, but he doesn't want to act on it. But like, instead of overthinking to myself about why he's not doing it, I'm saying to myself, okay, he likes me, but he doesn't want to act on it yet. And he's not going to act on it yet. And I can't pressure him to act on it because it's his life. Like, he has to do what he needs to do. Mm -hmm. like the point is like there's always going to be complications there's always going to be complex situations but at the end of the day like if he wants to be with you he will try to communicate with you and if a guy and like if you think a guy is flirting with you most of the time a guy is flirting with you like I personally don't believe in like like there can be platonic relationships with a guy when like you know the guy is gay or dating someone else married like there is a way to have a platonic relationship with a guy but most but honestly Most relationships with guys are not platonic. If a guy's coming up to you in a club, it's not because he wants to have a DMC with you. He's coming up to you because he thinks you're cute. And it just, so so like, because of that, it's like, look, I'm not the only girl out there who can safely say, yeah, like I've had all these guys try to flirt with me. I'm sure that's happened with you too. And it's happened with everyone. There's all guys of all shapes, colors, genders, this, that. It's 2023, what can I say? But my point is, it's just, If he wanted to, he would. And if he's not doing it, it's because he doesn't want to. And instead of wasting your energy crying about it because you feel like there's a connection there, you're going to have a connection with so many people in this world. And you're going to have so many different types of relationships with guys, with girls, with family, with this, with that. You can't be crying over this one failed thing because there's, and not only that, we're in our 20s, we're so young. Like we have our whole life ahead of us. Do you think we're going to be crying about, we're going to find something else to cry about when we're in our 30s and then in our 40s and our 50s. (laughs) It's never going to end. We're always going to be upset. We're Jews. We have anxiety. But, like, the point is, it's like, look, if he wanted to, he would. If she wanted to, guys, you listening? This is for you boys. If she wanted to, she would. If she's not, she's just not into you. And you shouldn't bully her on social media. (laughs) Th- nobody should you ever were- bully anyone on social media oh, for sure but it just yes I just realized I'm like we're always telling girls if he wanted to he would but how many times are we telling boys if she wanted to she would yeah like if if a girl
0: I think it's a little bit different because I think especially in our circles it's mostly mm-hmm. the guy like most girls who I know are more more traditional in the sense that they want the guy mm-hmm. to make the first move. I'm not saying like, right. oh yeah, we're just like looking to be in the kitchen all the time, but I think like at least for me personally and I know for a lot of my friends, like I want the guy to make the first move. But like mm-hmm. if I'm into a guy, I usually will like be kind of obvious about it or like with what you're saying is like if he does make the first move and you say no, like you're saying no because you don't want to. You're
1: yeah. not saying no
0: so he can keep pursuing you. You're not we're yeah. like past the point where like playing games. Like I'm not looking to play games here. If I if I want to go on a date with a guy and he asks me out, I will say yes. If I don't want to go out with a guy and he asks me out, I will say no. If I say yeah. no, I'm not looking for him to chase me.
1: I mean, yeah, being like chased all-
0: is nice, but
1: like, well, not, like, that, like that. Not when you it's unwanted. Yeah. yeah. It just, And, like, when I say if she wanted to, she would, it's more of, like, a reciprocation. Like, look, mm-hmm. if a guy wanted to, he's going to text you. He'll make the first move. If a guy, wa- if a girl wants to, she'll say yes to you. If she's not saying yes to you, she's saying no to you. So instead of, like, you know, feeling bad about yourself and making her out to be this witch because, you know, you got your feelings heard, hurt, like, get yourself up slap yourself in the face and, like, move on. Like, I feel like there's all these Andrew Tate fanboys out there who think they're entitled to everything and they get so upset about, oh, the girl's this, the girl's that. I need to see the girl's this. It's like, no, you're just mid. You are mid. You need to get yourself in shape. You need to have ambitions. You need to, like, you need to better yourself. It's not that you need to change yourself. You need to better yourself. There's a a difference. Yeah, or
0: you need to find someone who want you for you like not everyone is meant to be with everyone like yes like different people are compatible with different people different people are looking for different things different people are attracted to different people like just because one girl is saying no to you and keeps rejecting you doesn't
1: mean a different girl is gonna reject you like
0: different girls want different
1: things yeah and rejection happens all the time just because it happens doesn't mean you need to cry about it I get rejected too all the time. Like I've gotten rejected by a couple of guys just, like in, a, in just like a month or two, it happens. But all you can do is move on because it's just like you have the rest of your life ahead of you and you can, like, you're gonna, like, I don't want to spend a year of my life crying over someone. Like I, I, there's so much you can do in a year. Like I've literally, my entire person, like, I changed so much in a year. There's so much that's going to happen. So, like, why am I going to spend all this time on this one person who doesn't want me? I'm not doing that, and neither should you. Like, there's for every one person that doesn't want you, there's like a million people out there who want you, and I and I say that literally. Yeah,
0: I mean, you just have to find them. Like, I don't know. I'm a master of rejection. Like, like I've <laughs> like I've told you guys on the podcast. I saw the matchmaker view of my Why You Connect profile. Um. So I got to see every single guy who rejected mm-hmm. me. So, guys, if you're listening and you reject me on Why You Connects, I already know, and I know Jeez. why. I know, <laughs> and I know why. And I see you in school, and I judge you. So,
1: yeah. No, I'm cool. just literally, I'm just look. Why You Connects works for a lot of people. It's okay that it doesn't work work for everyone. That's okay. I something else will work for me. There's only one person out there, not like 50 Why You Connects profiles out there. I can't marry every single one of you. Yeah.
0: And you'll find the right person and the right means at the right time. And hopefully mm-hmm. I will too. And all of my listeners will, unless they're already married, then you already found your person. Mm-hmm. Congrats. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a good point. If somebody wants yeah. to, they will. And that also goes like, if you're talking to someone and they don't seem interested, they're probably not interested.
1: Yeah, like there's no mind games because a lot of times we have feelings and that it makes us have a different um, perspective. And we're like, oh, but I have feelings. So that means they're, No, you have feelings. It happens to everyone. You're not the only person who's going to be in that situation. Everyone's been there. If they're not interested in you, you move on to the next person. There's so many people out there. There's not one or two people. You move on. You, you go to the next thing. Yes, there will be, you know, there's always going to be a complicated situation that you'll have to, you know, maneuver and figure out with your own maturity and, and you know, experiences. But for the most part, like if you're, like, if you're at a bar, you're at a club, you're at a singles event, you're at sh- the Shabbat meal, you're at shul, and you're talking to someone, and they just don't seem interested, guess what? It's because not. they're not interested. Yeah, And that's okay. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, because hopefully you'll find people who are. Yeah. No, the, the right person is out there. It t- Some people takes more time than others, but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, and your right person... You wait,
0: Your right person will be
1: interested. Yeah. And the longer you wait, the more likely your parents will be to, you know, let you get married in Marina Del Rey. So it all works out. (laughs) And give you whatever you want for your wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I hope mom and dad don't hear that from me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. My parents already know.
1: But yeah, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: (laughs) Okay. So the last part of the episode is Shifra, do you have your real housewife tagline? If I had
1: had my real house tagline, I think it would be, she's crying in the bathroom. <laughs> I love saying that. I think it's definitely, like, I just she's crying in the bathroom. Because one of my friends used to say, she likes to cry. She's going to cry. Like, one of my friends used to say that. But then I just added in the bathroom because I'm like, I just, she needs to cry somewhere because it's in the bathroom. Yeah. Crying say in the yeah. Disclaimer, this is not about anyone in particular. I'm just making a lot of disclaimers with everything. This is literally not about every anyone in particular. I just, every single time I go to an apartment party, a kiddish, a meal, a this or that, even an in inshul. I've seen this in in Chabad and Young Israel. Every single time, without a fail, there's always someone going to cry in the bathroom. It is not about one person. It's literally, you're going to listen to this every... I. If someone comes to me and says, I'm saying this about someone, it's not true. I've literally seen countless people do it. I've seen it in clubs, too. Everyone cries in the bathroom, too. Like, everyone, I've done it, too. Everyone just cries in the bathroom, okay? Just crying in the bathroom. Yeah, so,
0: also, for those of you um, who want have the urge to cry in the bathroom, maybe just, like, find a new place to cry. Yeah, if you're going to cry, cry on a boat. I recommend the subway. The subway is a good place to cry
1: yeah one time a stranger made me a tissue i've cried there before i i I, but i cried on the one though i should have cried like at least i didn't cry on the l
0: (laughs) i don't know i think i've cried on every single train in manhattan so probably in Mm -hmm. brooklyn also in my years of living in new york um the airport's also a good place to cry
1: yeah you know if you're gonna cry cry in first class
0: oh yeah Except for I don't yeah. think I'd be crying if I was in first class.
1: Um, my friend recently he he was crying in first class because he was he was coming back to America and like he was he just got out of a relationship. He's like I was crying, but like at least I was crying in first class. Yeah, gotta do it the <laughs> bougie way.
0: <went>. Yeah. <laughs> well, Shifra, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I've had so much fun. Of course, it's been a pleasure. Um, and Sticky Situation Nation, you'll catch me next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.